1: Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are delighted. We have, uh, the author, uh, Tayari, Tayari Jones with us. And I think this is your fourth book, An American Marriage, which we just loved. It was so incredibly moving. Thank, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh,
2: we're it, glad to, we're glad to talk to you. Uh, um,
1: so Tayari, ta- give our, uh, everyone who's listening a setup of an American marriage because we know that you are on your book tour and you can do it way better than we can.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. An American marriage is the story of a young couple, Celestial and Roy, and they have only been married 18 months. You know, she says my daddy was still paying for the wedding. Like <laughs> they are newlyweds. Right. right? Yep. When he is arrested for a crime he does not commit. And it's the story of their marriage and the ways that it does and doesn't hold up and i don't think do you think it's a spoiler to say that it's a love triangle i feel like i should No, tell everyone. i don't but- think so because
1: we we meet uh, her friendship with andre who she's known since she was a a, a kid. child and i would think even in a couple that had been married you'd have to be married a long time for someone not to be threatened by a childhood
0: friend of the opposite sex I think. Yes, I mean they've known each other these two since they were two little babies bathing together in the sink.
1: Yeah, I mean but, no uh, any guy or any gal you would be if it if it was your partner and it was somebody you know and you just think, "I wonder
2: if they ever Yeah, all right. So so there's three people involved, Roy, Celeste, Celestial, and Andre, and what happens?
0: Well, after 5 years because Roy is an innocent man, he's released. And when he's released, he has three keys in his pocket. He has the key to his job, but he knows he doesn't have that job. Mm -hmm. He has the key to his car, but where is that car? But he has the key to the house that he shared with his wife. And he thinks if this key can open this door, maybe this key will open that door. So she comes home one day and he's
2: on her couch. (laughs) Yeah, five years later. It's, It's an interesting, I mean, you tackle really big issues, race, loyalty, resilience, and I, wrongful incarceration, wrongful incarceration. And yeah, all of that. And, and we we're reading your essay. Um, in addition to the book, which we both just loved, and you said, "All my life, I've lived in a world where men are under siege." When I was a little girl, there was a serial killer in Atlanta. There was all these different experiences—the um, black experience with men being incarcerated um, without justification. Tell everybody, kind of, because after reading this, it made me understand more why you
0: wrote this book. Well, you know, I was really looking at, I originally started the book just interested in the wife and this predicament she's in because, Mm -hmm. you know, the story came to me when I overheard a young couple in the mall and I heard the woman say, you know, you wouldn't have waited on me for seven years. And Mm -hmm. I was thinking, I didn't know him. I didn't know her, but Mm -hmm. I figured he probably wouldn't have waited on her for seven years. Mm -hmm. But he said, what are you talking about? This wouldn't have happened to you in the first place. And I thought they were both right that, you know, going to prison for a crime you didn't commit, that's probably not going to happen to her. But as a black man, it is something that, you know could happen to him did happen to him, mm-hmm. and so how does that change questions of loyalty? Does Is her responsibility to be a good wife, is it greater because she's a black woman and he's a man under siege? Does her desire in life, does it matter? I don't know, and so this is what I was really drawn to trying to sort out, is how can we have? How can they have a relationship, and what is right and what is fair to everyone involved?
2: That was, in and I was reading that you, you know, it took you six years to write it. You wrote it once from Celestial's perspective, once from Roy's, and then the sec, the last one was kind of combining their stories together. And I think reading it as a woman, you do have all these questions. Like, would you, you know, after just knowing someone for not that long, and and you don't know when they're ever going to get out, and it's how long for to your loyal. life on yeah hold.
1: And how it it impacts and just, you know, even, I mean, to me, I just really, the title is so perfect in American marriage because it, you really do paint the, you know, the beginning and just all the questions they have about, you know, their career and all the sort of stuff, the early stuff you do when you first get married and then their marriage got stopped. But I, I think that, you know, just the whole way that the story is told from the three different characters is also very moving.
0: Well, you know, for me, you know, a lot of the letter, a lot of the book is written in their letters when he's in prison, yes. mm-hmm. and I just really felt, when I wrote that part, I knew I was onto something, because, you know, when you write letters, it's usually, even on a small piece of paper, they just have these small pieces of paper to try to make their marriage work, and I thought that, I was trying to just show how hard it was, that it wasn't a matter of who's loyal and who's not loyal, mm-hmm. but just how hard it is to be together when you're not together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just
2: it's, so
1: Tayari. Tell us how yeah. how how did Oprah find your book? Did you know somebody who sent it to her, or your publisher knew because of your other books and Silver Sparrow? You know that they got to send it to Oprah. How'd that happen?
0: Well, I think that what happens is that the people at the Oprah Magazine book selection okay. they you know they read they get thousands of books every right. year and the book's editor sends a few things to Oprah and she sent my book when it was just a stack of paper it wasn't even bound yet and i was just driving my car like i always do and i saw a block call and i'm a person i answer block calls cuz i'm nosy okay. and so i said i said hello and the voice on the other side said hi this is oprah oh my
2: god <laughs> she called you
0: <laughs> she just called me up out of the blue i, love- I was so stunned but i did have the presence of mind to pull over Good for you oh my safety first (laughs) so she
1: read the unbound copy and what what did she say just she loved it
0: or what did she said that she loved it that she wanted to use it for her she says i want to use your book for my book club and she said what do you think Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm a Southern girl. I'm from Atlanta. I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and and is it true that is
0: Oprah Harpo? Will they be making a movie or a, a like? We're a,
1: working. You are working. We're working
0: on? on it. We're getting you know the talent attached and everything. I don't have a lot of experience with that side of things, so I don't know the step by step. But it's it's really exciting, and I know it is in the works.
1: Well, and you're and of course you're going to be front and center on the red carpet with Oprah. Mm-hmm. What will I wear? You're going to well, wear something, something fantastic amazing. and you're going to wear comfortable shoes no matter what. <gasps> no matter no. what. No matter what. <laughs> that's that's I a bridge
0: too far. Uh, yeah, I can't commit okay. to the
2: comfortable shoes. <laughs> okay, you, you so... Know, one of the, one mm-hmm. of the other things about your story and, and reading it is, um, you know, having the perspective of a man who's um, incarcerated and for no reason. And then what happens to him in there and how he runs into some certain people... I mean, that was pretty fascinating. But the empathy you feel for all the sides, like I'm just peeking at something when Celestial's writing Ryan says, I never thought I'd say this, but I know you're in pain, but I'm in pain, too. I'm living this life out here where my star is rising and I, I'm i too embarrassed to even bring up you that I'm married. Yeah. And I mean, that just kind of hit you hard about what she was trying to do on her own with her own life and then the judgment from her parents and everybody else out there. I felt so much empathy for the characters, for all of them.
0: Oh, well, thank you. you know, it was really, really hard for me. I had to make sure that all the characters got a fair shake. I even imagined that they would be reading the book, and I wanted to feel like each of them would say, yes, that's mm-hmm. what happened. And so there would be no good guy, no bad guy, just three people in love and in trouble trying to figure this out.
1: Yeah, and I also think another really a part of the story that – uh, struck me it was the love that Big Roy has for his son, Roy, and Big Roy is like the bonus dad yep. to, uh, to Roy, and I really loved him, and I'd be very curious who's going to play Big
0: Roy in the movie more than I anything. Know. I just love Big Roy, too. I feel like whoever plays that part is going to be, you know, the kind of actor to be a scene stealer. Because, yes,
2: absolutely.
1: Because it's, you know, he so loves lovable. he loves Roy, even though he's not, you know, the biological dad and just gets him. And it's just, you don't often see that perspective portrayed.
0: I agree. And, it, and I thought it was also important because you know, we make families for ourselves in different ways. Mm-hmm. And you know, Roy may not have been raised by his biological father, but he was raised with love, and mm-hmm. I think that's so important that we that many people can fill roles in our life. That it's not just biology. That's right. Yeah, oh, yeah. That
1: was so 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 good, Terry. You're just we want you to come to Minnesota and do a book reading. Is that on your schedule? It's not on my schedule
0: yet. All right,
1: because you so know we're we, in Houston
2: right now. Yeah, you
1: know we read. Houston, yes. We read more than anybody else in the United States. Oh, I know. I love Minneapolis. You do? Okay. Okay,
2: so we have so to ask you to this. So you're going to come
1: in yeah. studio, and we're going to check out your shoes, and we'll be sure to wear good shoes that day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so when you, you know, um, we always ask every author that's on, what's your last favorite book that you've read?
0: What is it? The last book that I read that I loved is um, called Bluebird, Bluebird by Attica Locke. It's a mystery set in Texas.
1: I read that book on vacation a month ago and absolutely loved that book. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good, and it's about this Texas ranger and... And it's a mystery suspense, and yeah, I was and
0: family I, drama and family
1: everything you need. Yeah, your book. Well, I would think that people would read *An American Marriage*, and Bluebird*, *Bluebird*, uh, *And the Great Alone*,
0: and *The Woman in the Window*. All you guys belong together. <laughs> oh my goodness! I was just with um, Kristen, Hannah, and oh. AJ Finn this weekend. Oh,
2: stop it! They've both been on our show in the last three weeks.
0: Oh, yeah, I have a picture of all three
2: of us together because we were numbers one, two, and three on the table. Oh, yes. You have to send that to us. We, um, Terry,
1: we saw that two weeks ago, and Donnie's like, okay, we just had A.J. Finn on. Kristen's on. uh, She was on last week, and then Terry, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, we are, I dubbed February as the new July for great books.
0: It was our trifecta. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: it. it just your your book is really, really. We just can't uh, recommend it a- a enough. The Star Tribune, um, whoever reviewed it, I think it was Lori Herzl, She really loved it, and all the buzz is is uh, definitely worth mm-hmm. it because it just was. You couldn't put it down.
2: Oh well, thank you, thank you so much. And I'm gonna I'm gonna email you that photo. You oh, we, are, oh, we would love it. I because, love it. Um, okay, so I have another question and, for you. And the book is so, an
1: American Marriage. Yes. Okay.
2: Okay, so Oprah calls you on a blocked line. Did she yes. give you her direct line after that?
0: <laughs> no. However, she does call and check on me occasionally, make sure I'm drinking enough water. You know. Yeah. While <laughs> so you're traveling
2: all over and everything.
0: Yes. Oh, you yes. got. And love I just that. got off the um the cruise. She has a cruise of four times a year. There's a Oprah cruise, and I went on. I just got off one. How was that? And this I, is so amazing. We did book club on the ship. Oh, and This is just fantastic. So just think, I get to go out to the pool and I see everybody laying around and they're the scale all reading there? the same book. And they're all reading an right, American that's marriage. Awesome. That's
1: amazing. Well, congratulations. Barry to you. Jones, it's a pleasure to have you on with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. All right. Take care. We've got a couple copies to give, give away. 651, 641, 1071. Again, an American mar- marriage novel. Just fantastic.